So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And again, I want to share with, with our viewers why I do this program. Number one, to raise awareness and understanding of the prophetic scriptures that are leaping off the pages of the Bible. And certainly at the center of that, for this time like no other, is the understanding of the rapture of the church. And two, to prepare precious disciples of Messiah Jesus for the rapture and the judgment seat of Christ, that we might receive crowns together and hear from our Savior, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Having said that, it seems like we're being hemmed in on every side. Increasingly, the evil is encroaching upon us in this generation. What can we do? Well, you've come to the right place for the answer to that question. Let's start with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless every viewer today and get for yourself glory. Help us to watch, therefore, and be ready, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. We're going to look at Psalm 3 today. I'm in a teaching series in our home Bible study fellowship on the Psalms, and we've looked at Psalm, Psalms 1 and 2. We're going to look at Psalm 3 today. And it's a Psalm of David when he fled from Absalom his son. You can find the details of that in 2 Samuel and in 1 Kings. And so Absalom, Absalom, he's taken over Israel, basically. He has uh, garnered the favor of so much of Israel that David fled from Jerusalem. Absalom, his son, is rallying Israel behind him to go chase David down and kill him. And that's the context of Psalm 3. Interestingly, and, and, and so importantly, when we look at the Bible, one of the ways we can get understanding of the themes, what's being spoken of primarily, is what is repeated. What is repeated. And just like if you wrote a letter to someone, you would repeat certain things in different ways from different angles to try to make your point. Well, think of this. Fifteen times we see the Lord, God, or pronouns referring to Him mentioned in Psalm 3, it's so important to understand that David had his eyes and his heart and his mind and his life on the Lord. And the Lord there, capped, L-O-R-D, is Jehovah, Elohim, Jehovah Elohim, the Lord our God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Having said that, let's begin with Psalm 3, verses 1 and 2. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who save me. There is no help for him in God. And of course, the entire Bible, but especially passages like this, are even more urgent today. With the signs of the times that I speak of on this program frequently, the, the perilous times that we're in that we see in 2 Timothy chapter 3, and, and that America is not mentioned as a player in Bible prophecy. 
Wow. These things that so many, sadly, pastors, churches, and Christians choose to ignore are things that should be front and center as we look at Psalm 3. So let's just use these most recent elections as a snapshot. And, uh, and, and, and a specific election, the Pennsylvania newly elected senator, who is literally, this isn't demeaning, this isn't degrading, this is the truth, he's literally brain damaged from a stroke. He, beyond that, and we could talk about his health for a while, it's really a, a terrible situation. But to knowingly elect someone who's in that condition, and he also, beyond that, he wants to empty the prisons, even of some of the most violent criminals, and he's for abortion, unlimited abortion, even until the baby's about to be born. And, and then uh, beyond him, you, you look at three states that made laws for unlimited abortion, and California codified abortion into their state constitution, making uh, killing a baby up to moments before they're born part of their state constitution. And, and, and then you consider that how could so many people vote for this kind of evil? And, and, and then you factor in, well, there's corrupt elections as well. So when you, you factor in the corrupt elections and the days of Noah and Lot society that would vote for people like this, wow, wow. And increasingly, folks, it doesn't matter which side you vote for. The corruption is equal opportunity in its decay and rottenness. If you're hoping for elections to fix this mess, your hope is misplaced. And we should vote according to the scriptures. I'm not saying we shouldn't. Yet realize you can't blow life into what God is killing. The world is increasingly under the judgment of the Lord and his wrath that's seen in Romans chapter 1. And if you read Romans chapter 1, and I'm going to do another uh, segment or a program on Romans chapter 1 in the near future. If you read down the list of this is what it looks like for a country, a region, a people that is under the wrath of God because of their wickedness, it's like reading today's news about America. It's like watching American news, right? Everything in this world and right in front of us is changing according to this transition to the final prophetic scenarios found throughout the Bible, especially in the book of Revelation. Increasingly, the world around us is Psalm 3, verses 1 and 2, toward Messiah Jesus, His kingdom, and the things according to righteousness. And then we see the word Selah. Now, there's a discussion about this word amongst Bible teachers and scholars and interpreters. Yeah, one side basically says that the word Selah just is a musical term of pause, while others say, no, it, it means pause for reflection. And, and because of the distinction of what has just been said in Psalm 3, verses 1 and 2, and then what is next, I think we should pause and consider, yes, things are bad. Things are bad. Yet as we pause and remember, it's good to know this. Think with me here. 
as many enemies as David had and as many enemies as we have all around us today, there's really primarily three. It boils down to three. The world system that's set against Jesus the Lord. The Bible says the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The world, our flesh, that carnal nature of us that wants to cooperate with this world system set against God and wants to cooperate with the demonic forces. Yeah, And, and that's the third, the devil, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And yes, they gang up on us by charging up society and, and people, places, and things all around us. Yet we should remember those, have, those who have us surrounded are they themselves surrounded. Right? Yes. And, and guess what? There's some hallelujah good news in the next passages. There's some hallelujah good news for us today. So maybe your hope has been misplaced. Maybe you had too much hope in these elections. Maybe your hope is in things that cannot deliver Yes, that's real common today. And what we need to do is put our hope and trust in the Lord. In Titus chapter 2, the Bible teaches teaches that His grace, the grace of our Father in heaven through our Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit, teaches us to look for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. We have a hope that doesn't disappoint in our Savior Jesus, and we're going to hear some hallelujah good news in Psalm chapter 3 in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear Him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting 
way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I would like to share a testimony with you. I was living by the Sea of Galilee, a picture perfect place to live and record our television program. Yet I believe the Lord put a burden on my heart to plant a Watch Therefore Church here in America. Little did I know he was about to call my family and our ministry back to Texas where we are now. And there's a handful of us that have begun to meet and pray toward planting a Watch Therefore Church plant in January 23 here in Pearland, Texas, just south of Houston. There's just a handful of us and there's so much to do and the expenses are just kind of overwhelming. So what I'm doing is sharing this with you and this church, the vision is to make disciples who are like the faithful, wise and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come in the clouds in the rapture and doing what the master commanded. We want to make faithful, wise, blessed servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready. Pray, ask the Lord if he would have you to in any way in prayer, even financially, come alongside us to help us plant maybe just this first of more Watch Therefore Church plants. God bless you, watch therefore, and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We left off with looking at some of the troublesome realities of Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. But look with me at verse 3 as the sun begins to shine. Hallelujah. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there's no help from him, God. Selah. But you, O Lord are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. But you, Yehovah, where it says Lord here, capped, Yehovah, it's the Hebrew letters, yud heh vav hey, where we get the word Yehovah, their name Jehovah. But you, Yehovah, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, are a shield for me. What does this tell us? that as disciples born again by covenant, by the blood of the Lamb, Messiah Jesus, that the Lord is a shield for us. And this means that 
like this ring in my hand, with my hand closed around it, nothing can come into my life but that our Father in heaven opens his hand and allows it in. Well, why would he allow trouble into my life? Well, look at James chapter 1, beginning in verse 2. Call it all joy, my brother, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, mature, complete, lacking in nothing. He's our shield, Jesus the Lord. He's our shield, an exceedingly great reward. Look at Galatians chapter 3 with me and then Genesis 15. Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham before him saying, in you all the nations shall be what? Blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Those who are of the faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ are sons of Abraham and blessed. Now, what does this mean as it pertains to him being a shield for us? Look at Genesis 15. And after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you've given me a new offspring. Indeed, one of born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. In the midst of these times, hold up your shield of faith. And remember, nothing comes into the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus but for his plans and purposes. It reminds me that oldie but a goodie, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purposes. The word glory, he's my glory and the lifter of my head. It in general terms pertains to the heaviness or weight of the presence of the Lord. Have you ever been, for example, in a prayer meeting or a Bible study or church meeting where the presence of the Lord is so heavy and weighty in the room? That's the glory of the Lord, yeah? That our Lord Jesus here in Psalm 3, that our Lord Jesus is our glory here means he's the one to whom we give glory and show reverence and we show honor. Also, here in Psalm 3, verse 2, think of this. As we live to give him glory, he gives us dignity. He gives us favor and honor. He lifts up our heads from the gloominess. And folks, let me ask you a question. Is this a happy time? No, this is a very gloomy time. Yeah? He lifts us up over the sorrow and gloominess of these times. And he's dressing us up in his glory. Until the rapture, yes, until the rapture, those whom he justifies, he also glorifies. Yes, he's dressing us up in his grace and showing his favor. And, and like I said, dignity and honor. He's dressing us up in his glory, but nothing can be compared to what will take place when 
were caught up into glory at the rapture. Look at Colossians 1. To them, to the ages before and generations and, and centuries before, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is the rapture. Christ is in us, and at the rapture, we're catapulted up to meet him in the air. We're caught up, and we're given glorified bodies. Oh, hallelujah. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Titus 2, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Looking again at Psalm 3, 3 and 4. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hills. Selah. Don't ever forget this. In Christ Jesus, our heavenly Father's ears are always open to our prayers. Stop there and say, hallelujah and hallelujah. Psalm 3 Five and six, I lay down and slept. I awoke for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. He who keeps Israel keeps you and me. Look at Psalm 121. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you and me as we sleep. And that's why David, in the midst of all of his trouble, wrote of this sleep and rest the Lord gave him. Hallelujah and hallelujah. No need to fear man, even as they seemingly outnumber us and surround us. Remember, those who have us surrounded are they themselves surrounded. Psalm 3, 7 and 8. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Selah. Because of the cross and resurrection of Messiah Jesus. Folks, it's only a matter of time. The war has been won. Our Savior Jesus defeated sin, death, and the devil. Hallelujah. He's defeated sin, death, the grave, and the devil. Hallelujah. He's dealt a fatal blow to all our enemies at the cross, death being the greatest one. My times, your times, our times are in his hands. My salvation belongs to him, and what? His blessing is upon his people. We continually See the blessings of the Lord in the midst of our trouble. And where sin has abounded, and it's abounding right now, like not since Noah and Lot's days, where sin has abounded, grace has abounded all the more. Grace has abounded all the more. Folks, we shouldn't ignore the trouble of our times and exactly what the Lord says the prophetic scriptures are saying and doing in our midst, like so many are ignoring those things today. Yet in the midst of all those things, the promises of our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of the living God are yea and amen, and He is working through us to shine brightly, to give us power and boldness and strength and courage to bear up under these times until we are caught up to be with the Savior 
in the clouds. I'll never forget what a pastor said. I heard this probably 25 years ago. I'm not going to give up, shut up, or back up until I'm taken up. Hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah. Have you been saved? Are you ready to go up? Have you truly been saved from your sins? You must repent and believe in the gospel. Our Lord Jesus said, you must be born again to see the kingdom of God. Our Savior Jesus said, you must begin to turn from your sins. There must come a point in time where you're born from above spiritually, where you recognize your desperate need for a Savior and that our Father provided one. Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. And he offers us this salvation. Salvation is of the Lord. To be saved from our sins. To be saved from the wrath of God. To be saved from hell and then the lake of fire. Today, if you've never been born again, he's never changed your heart, your mind, your life. Made it so you love reading the Bible. You love being around people who love Jesus the Lord. You love going to church. I have to go to church. No, I want to go to church. That's where the people of God are. And there's some others there too. But I want to hang out with the people of God there. Yeah. And if you're calling upon the name of the Lord today, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you a free brochure to help you begin your new life in Christ. And for everybody who's watching, remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in Scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.
man who was slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and restore